Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And today, season two, episode 22, so lots of twos, it must be a good omen. Um, I am talking to the beautiful Emily and her stars who I've been stalking all over Instagram. Hi, Emily. Hello, Hannah. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> really, really excited to have you. I think this is this is going to be a good one. Uh, so the first question, as I said to you, is the horrible one. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Uh, let's see. My name is Emily. I live in Colorado in the States. I am half Canadian, half US. So I've always felt an affinity towards <laughs> other cultures and, and more than just where I live. I love connecting with the world at large. Um, I am a medium I am an evolutionary and intuitive astrologist. I love to get into the astrology and karma about why you're here and what your life patterns are. I connected recently through the Akashic Records, through astrology. I'm fumbling my way through the world of woo and discovering 
new things constantly and just excited to share them with others. That's sort of where I'm at. I'm 45. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I have two dogs, a lovely husband. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. So, uh, you've got quite an amazing and exciting CV and certainly for the listeners of this podcast because we've never had an astrologer and we've never had anyone talk about Akashic Records so I'm going to be picking your brains. So let's start with astrology. It's something to do with the stars right? (laughs) It is. It's so funny. My my connection to astrology really comes through my grandmother. Um, she would have been 99 about a week ago when she uh, left the earth at night. She was 96. And every year for my birthday, she would cut out my astrology from the newspaper and just let me know what my year was going to be like. And it was something that I think she resonated with as a child coming from the Great Depression. And astrology was popular at that time. There were lots of uh, radio shows and newspaper articles and booklets you could get about it. So I think I wish now I had talked more about her love for it. But after she passed, I missed that. And I got a reading for myself. And my jaw hit the floor. Like I was speechless during this entire (laughs) incident because this person was telling me things that you know about yourself, but sometimes you think are a wrong are be the things you think you need to fix and are the things sometimes you can't even articulate about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whatever this is, I need more. (laughs) So I started studying and it is in so many ways, like learning another language. It can be really intimidating. People talk about squares and transits and ingresses and houses. And you're like, what does this mean? So part of my astrology journey is to simplify it. I love to teach people about the elements, fire, earth, air, water. That is the basis of everything in astrology. And from there, I've done readings about, you know, what is your career path? What is your business looking like? I think as someone who's living through that midlife portion, it's like, what do I really want to do while I'm here? And I like to help others work through that. While I was doing some readings, there's positions in your chart known as the North and South Node. It's your past life karma, your future destiny. And I started to pick up past life information from the chart. And I thought, well, this is really interesting. This feels Akashic, but I'm... I'm a Taurus by nature, so I'm much more scientific based. And so sometimes <laughs> diving into the woo for me is like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it can be even too woo for me. And so yeah. going into the Akashic sounded like this whole other thing I wasn't sure I wanted. But what I have discovered by opening people's records is the amount of healing information that come come through because we have these innate fears and challenges that we are born with. And we don't even understand sometimes where they come from. They're so subconscious and we resonate to things that don't make sense that haven't, you know, shown them the way in our life of maybe how we received them. But by going into the records, I can find links to other things that you can help release that through. And it's been fascinating aside from, being a medium and talking to spirits on the other side. (laughs) Yeah, what a combo. Right. Yeah. So what what started your journey with spirit then? Because we we, you've obviously mentioned what started astrology. 
I actually, this was eons ago, you know, early 2020 or early 2000s, excuse me, I was doing a lot of ancestry research, trying to connect back to my roots, family tree, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I was helping a friend with her family tree. And she had been in a car accident and had some money that she needed to kind of figure out what to do with at the end. And I took her to a, to someone to talk to that day. And the evening came, I was sleeping, but it was not a restful sleep. And I just remember it, this feeling of like a record playing in my head. And this must have been 2012, 13, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And I woke up and I just thought, ah, this is a terrible night's sleep. <laughs> Went to the restroom, <laughs> came back. And when I laid down, it was like this flood of information. And there was someone standing at the foot of my bed and he just kept repeating, thank you. Thank you for talking to my granddaughter. Thank you for helping her. And I remember laying there frozen and I get chills even thinking about it now and just saying, yep, no problem. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> What's happening? And is he going to go away? And am I losing it? All of those things go through your mind. And I called her the next day and said, you know, what did your grandpa look like? Oh, he was a banker. And he, you know, she described what he looked like. And I was like, he was standing at the foot of my bed last night. And at that point, I mean, I shrugged it off. She kind of blew it off. You think, did you eat bad vegetables for dinner? Like what <laughs> happened? But the more I sort of went through my astrology awakening, the mediumship development came along and it was just something that pulled me in. And I've always had that intuition, even as a kid, the, the empathy, the alertness, the sensitivity was always there. But it's so easy to ignore it and push it aside. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So the spirit said you're a very big sign. <laughs> very big. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. And then I'm assuming you went on a big learning journey. So where did you go when you wanted to learn? How did you start that process? Oh, my goodness. So Google first. And I found Amanda Lynette Minder, and she had written a book, like an ebook. So I was able to download it onto my iPad and kind of read it in secret. Like, this is what happens. And have you had these experiences? And I was like, yes, check, check. And so then I started playing with, could I feel the difference in pressure in my ears if someone was nearby? And could they tell me if they were male or female? I mean, I started very rudimentary, just picking up the subtle shifts and the subtle awareness. From there, I found Monica Tenkate. She had a TV program over here in the States, Monica the Medium. She was in college and just kind of sharing her experiences as she was growing up. When I found her online, she had a podcast in the early podcast days and had a mediumship development class. And I was literally sitting in a car wash with my husband and I just hit bye. <laughs> Like, yeah. I need this. I don't know why. And that opened the floodgates for me. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So there, I've also worked with uh, Danielle Serank of Squamish Medium and had a few mentors along the way until you kind of reach this point where you think, okay, I got to try this on my own for a while. And it's back and forth, right? That, that walk of development is constant. Absolutely. Never, never done, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst thing you can do is think you're getting into a good place because then the spirit world will show you how little you really know. Thanks. Okay, so 
<laughs> you've talked about past lives and and the Akashic records and going into that. So could you just talk about that for somebody who perhaps doesn't even understand what a past life is or the impact that that can have on somebody? Right. So I one of the best descriptions I've ever had for how higher consciousness and souls work is to think of an orange, a peeled orange, and you've got segments in that orange. And so the, as a whole, the orange represents our higher consciousness, our spirit, our greater source. A piece of that orange can come down and be here in my life. A piece of that orange can be somewhere in a different life, but they are all connected or all part of that larger orange. And so what happens, I believe, and as I've connected to spirit and what they've shown me is that we come down multiple times, right? To learn different lessons, to connect to our loved ones in different ways. And because that is energy, energy leaves an imprint no matter where it goes, what happens. And that imprint is this an invisible fabric, so to speak. And so when you enter into the Akashic records, you're connecting to this energetic field. It's not hidden in a library in the clouds. It's not, it's not that woo, I guess to say. It's much more about connecting to the energy field that you have within you and around you. And the Akashic records everything through time. So when I go into someone's records, I always like to say it does look like a library. That's kind of what makes me feel comfortable when I enter them. But everyone's guides that are there are different every time. And it's fascinating. Sometimes I have these beautiful earth goddess women. Sometimes they're like hobbits and they move kind of slow. Sometimes they're tall light beings. And each time they show me the information and the records that, that that my sitter needs. Now it works very similarly to mediumship in that I am picking up feelings, phrases, images, all of those things, right? My clairs are picking up all of the information, but it comes in differently where spirit comes in sort of behind me and it comes in almost as a wave and then you snap and pick what you pick, what you want to share with your sitter. The information from the Akashic kind of trickles in a little slower and it comes in from the front. So it's more of this psychic. Um, yeah. It's a different energy awareness. I love it. So you talked here a little bit about uh, people needing lessons or needing different experiences in different ways. So do you find that as souls, we, we are choosing when we're born in this physical because we always we always think about the past and the future lives we never remember the one we're in right now and and does that have certain astrological attributes to help those experiences happen was there a question Uh, did that make sense right i mean the the fact that we can look at the moment you were born on your birth chart with your stars and say this is the blueprint to your life it's not like a road map it's not saying you have to turn left here, you have to turn right here. It's saying, these are the talents and the gifts that you've been given. These are the challenges you've been given and you have free will to do with whatever you want. But you can also then look at those points and say, okay, in your past life, 
you didn't speak up. You didn't use your voice. And so in this lifetime, you've been given more expression for your voice and more ability to stand up for yourself. Now you can take it to an extreme and go too far. You can ignore it and say, no, that's not comfortable. I feel more comfortable in what I did before. But at least knowing what your stars are, I think, for me has always allowed myself and my clients to sort of lean back into that place of comfort of it's okay. This is who I am right now because it's, we're constantly comparing ourselves, even as mediums to other mediums, but in everything you do within family dynamics, why, why don't I fit into my family? Why do I feel like the black sheep, so to speak? Um, yeah, but we choose when we come in and what lessons we hope to learn in this life. I, I absolutely believe it. Oh, so do I. Fantastic. So you've got all of the astrology stuff going on. Then you've also got your work, your evidential mediumship, connecting to people's loved ones. So obviously you've had the granddad coming in. That's a pretty profound experience. But have you got any other experiences that you'd like to share with us about your work? With oh, Sarah? gosh, where to even start? I think <laughs> mediumship for me is not only is it a gift for me um, when I connect to these people, because connecting to the love and the energy that is on the other side is one of the most profound experiences. And at the same time, delivering these messages to my sitters, to those who are here and grieving the loss can sometimes be really hard. Mm -hmm. um, here we are sitting in this incredible glow of love and we know that what they are experiencing is incredible. And I've had a sitter in front of me say, but are they receiving the money I send them? What are they doing for work? Are they okay? And it's hard because I know they're creating this beautiful reality on the other side that doesn't require money, that mm -hmm. doesn't need their job to justify how they make it through their day. But I also want to, as clearly as possible, deliver the messages of the loved ones still being with you, that they see the things that are happening. And I think those are some of the most profound experiences as saying, you know, your dad is telling you um, that when you threw your arms up in the other night and said, what else can I do that he was with you? And having the sitter say, how did you? <laughs> I literally did that last night. You're like, those are the magical moments. Um, Absolutely. I do think pretty much anyone can do this. I've told a lot of people that it's like playing a piano. You can be born a virtuoso. You can be born and know how to play by ear and be incredible. Or you can take lessons and be pretty dang good. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then there are people that should never touch a piano. So it comes <laughs> in all variations. Absolutely. I believe anyone can do it too. Um, yeah. Completely. I mean, it's more work. It's definitely been more work for me uh, than I perhaps realized it was going to be. Right. <laughs> but I'm still here, still fighting. <laughs> so um, what advice would you give to somebody who's just starting their journey with the spirit world and just starting to open up? Oh, goodness. It would be to, ooh, my dog just tipped my light. Um, it would be to trust and to also, uh, for me, I think writing notes about it. Um, one of the best things I did early in my development was just to write down the, the strange things that happen throughout the day. Do you see repeating numbers? Is there an animal following you that is out of season or something odd about the experience? Or 
did you get a download? Like a, sometimes it's like remembering a dream you never had or even remembering a dream you did have that you've forgotten. Mm-hmm. Spirit is so subtle. And I think we wait for it to be these loud people standing at the foot of your bed telling you, you know, horror stories, screaming incidents. And it's so much softer than that, that it can be really easy to dismiss it Mm -hmm. and to poo-poo it, put it to the side. So writing down those things so that when you go back, even in a few months and, and look at all of the pieces and put it together, like that's profound, I think. Yeah. Agree. Love that. Love that. And what about people who aren't developing mediums, but are interested in mediumship, go to see mediums? What would you say to them? What do they need to know? Oh, there's so much. I mean, we could write a book on that, right? (laughs) Absolutely. It's, first of all, I think to anyone who's out there, who's having a nudge that maybe they want to talk to a medium, I would sit with the why, like, okay, is there someone you want to connect with? Is there a reason that you're feeling like you need to? Mm -hmm. Um, The next thing I would say is to see what mediums are in your field, right? Who pops up in your feed? Who does someone bring up in a conversation? Because I know for myself, I'm not a drive-by message delivery service. So if I'm at the grocery store and the person next to me getting their bag of frozen peas has a loved one and the loved one is like, no, I need you to tell them. I tell spirit, I, I so appreciate that you're here. I, I love that you're trying to connect me, but I need you to work on them to get a reading. It is not my place to deliver this information while they're in the frozen food section. Um, so that being said, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If it suddenly is in your awareness, then look at the mediums that are around you because it is possible that your loved ones are directing you to them in some way. And not every medium is for every sitter. So much of what we share in our readings are experiences. And I talk about the personal library, right? What things we have within us that they can reference. It's like Mm -hmm. playing a spiritual game of charades. And if I have no point of reference for boat racing, then I might not be who spirit needs to connect to. If you want to talk about knitting, I'm your girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like going to a really big party and making sure that who you talk to you, you have something in common with, or it's, it's a subtle conversation with spirit. Mm -hmm. 
And I think same as certain spirits are compatible with certain mediums, certain sitters are also compatible with certain mediums and not others. Absolutely. And you, you've got to trust your instinct of just because your friend says so-and-so is lovely. If you look at them and think, God, oh, that's not my kind of person at all. Don't book a reading with them because your wall will be up and that will. So it's it's complex. Like you say, we could write a book on it. <laughs> so, um, Do you have a daily practice? Are you one of those kind of people? I, I aspire to be one of those people. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I really try to sit, even if it's for five minutes, in silence. Um, I think that is so important. Some people get these incredible downloads in the shower. I'm too busy putting on like six hair treatments and scrubbing and I nothing comes to me in the shower. Mm-hmm. Right before I go to bed, um, I like to sit in the quiet and just see what comes in. A lot of times it's that end of the day download where I get some of the most profound information. Um, Aside from that, it's important to remember to be human. I think so many light workers can, it feels amazing to connect and it feels amazing to do the work we do, but we have to remember that we have to go get out, go outside and take a walk and have fresh air and drink our water, (laughs) clean the house and take care of all of our human tasks. Absolutely. So. I agree. Um, I ha- aspire to it too. That was such a great way of phrasing it. It really made me laugh. <laughs> so, and thank you for being honest because a lot of, and this is part of the problem, a lot of people propagate the, the myth, if you like, that all of us mediums, we are you know, floating through life, living on water and and fresh air. And, and I think it's important to have the conversation that we are human, being right. human. Right. Sometimes, you know, I just had an argument with a customer service agent before I came on here. You know, <laughs> we have to live a human life and that yeah. it doesn't go away. So you believe we incarnate here for learnings, for our soul's growth. But you also mentioned experiencing our, our loved ones in different ways. Can you explain to us what you mean by that? Oh, that's a good question. Um What's hard sometimes to, and I even struggle with this in many ways, to wrap your mind around is that we are essentially energy and energy can take different forms. So let's say you come into this lifetime and your mother is here and you've got a brother, but let's say in the last lifetime, you were the mother and your mother was actually your child and you worked through those relationships in a very different way. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to realize that the people that are in your life are there for a reason. And even the people that you you clash with the most and think, oh, there's no point for this person being in my life. There really is. And it may be so subtle as to just remind you of one lesson or one thing or one contract you had in a past life. But realizing that we as energy travel and shift and can even live now on multiple timelines. I mean, don't get me started. We could talk about that too, but. (laughs) Oh, I wish you would. It's fascinating. (laughs) The energy and the things we do that we are working with now, if I was to make changes to you and say, this is what has happened in a past life, that is going to release ties back through time and also into the future. So any healing that you do now ripples forward and backwards. There's scientific evidence that if you have two particles 
that are generated from the same source and they can be housed in different i think they've even had one in space and one here and you you energetically make one particle react in a way the other particle will do the same and those are the things that blow my mind because that's proving through science what energetics are capable of and that we are all at the most basic level just energy <laughs> wow love that thank you yeah. i've got to stay in the zone i always do this i'm so fascinated by the guests i forget that i'm the one asking the questions it reminds me because this is the first one that we're doing live here if you're watching this and you've got a question you'd like me to submit to emily please do pop it on and i will work where we can so have you got a personal philosophy emily oh that's a big question oh boy um for me and I think, I think this can ripple out for others as well. It's the importance of knowing yourself. You can't move forward in your life until you know yourself and you know your lessons and you know what makes you happy, what makes you tick even. It's as simple as what lights you up in this world and what doesn't. And understanding that that is individual for every single person and then allowing every other person in your realm to have that freedom to express and explore what they need to do. One of the most beautiful things I think I've learned through astrology is understanding there are 12 different basic zodiac signs, but the amount of patterns that can come out of that are infinite. And so if someone is born with their son in, let's say, a 12th house, they are very spiritually and community driven versus someone who's got their son in the first house who's like, I got to figure out what I'm doing. Neither is right or wrong. We're just here on different journeys. And so if that person with the community philosophy is like, why can't that person get it together? And like, it's not all about them. The same viewpoint goes the other way. Why is it all about the community? Like, take care of yourself for once. <laughs> But if we can look at each other through a lens of uh, just openness, honesty with ourselves and with each other, and with a willingness to communicate our needs and our hopes without harming anyone else, I think mm -hmm. that would be my ideal version of peace <laughs> if we all had our astrology. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I do think Funnily enough, my husband and I have been talking about this recently, is that when you're when you're unhappy, sometimes we control other people, not be, not horribly, but just because we need something to be feel steady in our lives. But actually, when you get happier, and I think spirit have really helped me with that, um, you, you, you just let them live and you understand that they need to experience they need to be and that you can't just be with people all the time that they need to grow. So, right. Right. Um, Carmel's got a question for you, which kind of links in. Uh, she's wondering how your family reacted to your gift. Well, that is a great question. And I have to say, I didn't share it for a while. Not, well, this is hard. We all have a fear, right? Our number one fear is of being accepted. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling someone that you're doing something that is so outside the realm of what's considered culturally normal. Um. But when I started sharing my experiences, it wasn't just coming in one day and saying, oh, I've taken up guitar lessons. Like, <laughs> it, 
it's actually coming in and saying, you know, these are some profound things that have been happening in my life lately. And I want you to know that I'm speaking to people on the other side. They actually were incredibly supportive. And it was shocking to me in some ways. Um, there were some relationships where I thought it could be a problem. Um, but they opening up and sharing your gift. I'll tell you, this is something I did in the very beginning. I was picking up a coffee at a, in a to-go line, you know, a takeaway line. Yeah. And they, you know, they chat you up. What are you doing today? And, oh, what do you do for work? And I just told them, I'm a medium. Like, I don't know this person from anybody, but if I can tell a stranger that I'm a medium, it takes one little edge of the sword off. And so then it becomes easier to feel like I am. I can tell people this. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Okay. And I've got a question from Kelly here. Do you think we almost agree to our lives and challenges before we are born? At that point, we know what we need to experience to grow. In other words, have we chosen our lives and journeys? Yeah, I really believe we do. And that's so hard. I think in some ways it's saying, you're meant to suffer. And I don't, I don't agree with that philosophy. I don't mean to say that, oh, you're here this time to have all of these hardships and challenges, or you're here because you're going to win the lottery and your life is amazing. But if you can say, I am here and my communication this time is, is fiery. I need to express myself in, in unique and diverse ways. And I'm not going to stay the course. I'm here to experience things constantly. That is a way of saying, I chose to have that experience. I chose to have that style of communication versus saying, every time I open my mouth, people don't understand me. Or why do I feel like I need to change my job all the time? And thinking of it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's hard because I do believe we choose it, but I 100% know it's free will as well. So it's this gray area in between. I love that. And actually, I love the way you've actually just filled in a puzzle piece for me there, because I knew that there were certain aspects that were predestined. Um, but then I also completely believe that we create our experience here and trying to find that middle ground. Of, uh, but you've just done it because it's attributes and what you do with them is your choice. Right. Got it. Love that. Oh, you're very clever. OK, <laughs> so. Um, Tracy Neal has said uh, she'd love to know what she is in a past life. I often see resemblances in my children to me. I deja vu life moments. I wonder where I get my drive from. Is that something that could be passed on from past lives? Absolutely. I am a huge fan of deja vu. Um, I think it's a spirit's way of saying, yep, you're on the right road. Here's a little check in that says, yep, good job. You're, you're on the right path. I think past lives and what I've found, I'll just give you kind of an example through these nodal readings that I do. Anywhere from one to four times with, let's say your north node in Leo, where you're struggling to express yourself and your south node is over in Aquarius, where you're worried about society and culture and science and moving us forward. Okay, so let's say in a past life, you sacrificed yourself for the good of the community and you are you're working really hard in um let's say it's politics or it's behind the scenes it's in the schools you're doing something to make the community better but you've completely lost yourself 
and you don't do anything that brings you personally light or joy or happiness. You're just worried about everybody else. That can then, in your next life, make it feel really comfortable to do that, to continue that pattern. Whereas what you're meant to do is go after your dreams. So let's say in the next life, you go to the other extreme, which is kind of what spirit shows me a lot. You go to the other extreme, you I don't care what happens. I'm burning my bridges. I'm doing my own thing. I'm having nothing but fun. Or maybe you pass away early. You know, maybe there are sometimes consequences for those actions. And so maybe on your third, you're like, okay, I'm going to find the balance this time. I'm going to do my own thing that makes me happy, but take care of. That's, that's how the energetics can flow from one life to the next. It's finding balance. Everything in our life is about balance. And there is no perfect place. It, varies day to day, minute to minute. And then the sun moves and throws us off again. <laughs> and we have planets and moons and eclipses and oh, forget it. It makes you want to throw your arms up and say, I'm never going to get it. But to look at that evolutionary aspect of, okay, what what do I kind of know? And nine times out of 10, we know it. It's that mm -hmm. connection we have that says, I don't know why I think I traveled across the Wild West in a wagon, but I kind of feel attracted to that. Or maybe you're fascinated with Egypt and you have no idea why, no connection. That's sometimes where those past life energies come in as well. Wow, you have so much knowledge to share. It's amazing. I'm just going to, we're just cut slightly over time. So I'm going to ask you one more, maybe two more questions. No problem. I'm good on time. Don't worry. First of all, I just want to talk about your own podcast, which I love the name of Things That Make You Go Woo. That yes. is clever. That's really good. Um, tell us a bit about your podcast, what it's about, what it does. So part of what has driven me through my development process is walking that line between science and woo and history and woo. Because so many things we think we know, you know, developed in the last hundred years have actually been with us for millennia. And so I love to go back. My very first episode is still one of my hands down favorite was to talk about why witches wear pointy hats, why they have cauldrons and brooms and cats around and what's the deal with witches okay, we can think it's Hollywood, we can think it's Disney, but it goes so much further back. If you if you trace the origins truly back, it, we didn't always drink a lot of water. Water was contaminated, water wasn't safe, and so you could boil it. And on top of that, then you have to add grain so that you can get some nutrition out of this water that you're drinking. And it was women's work to brew beer, essentially. And what happens when you get to the plague is that there aren't enough women to brew beer for everyone. So they start selling it. And if you're in a marketplace and you need to be seen, you wear a pointy hat. There was already tall hats, but if your hat's even taller, then you get noticed. You come out with your cauldron where you're making your beer to sell it. The broom is to keep, you know, to sweep away the grain. They would hang it above their door to let them know, let the people know they had beer that day. I mean, the, the iconography behind the history of what witches really were. And then, of course, and I hate to say this, but men came along and said, oh, we can make money off of beer. And it's just mm -hmm. old women who are married and are haggard. And that's part of, yeah. I love breaking down the history and the science behind woo. Wow. Sounds amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And here's a, probably the hardest question that I've asked you so far, which is, What's next for you? Oh, 
Right. That is huge. Well, I, in my muggle life, as I like to call it, my day to day, <laughs> non <-word> life, <laughs> um, I help my husband run his business and I do the bookkeeping and the behind the scenes work. And that keeps me super busy in the spring. And at the same time, I'm desperate to get back and connect to spirit. I've had some um, investigative and um, how would I say it? I've had a calling to to dig into forensic work and help with police officers looking for information surrounding murders and deaths. It's not exciting, but it is something that I feel is calling to me. I've had some, some things come up with that. Um, I love the astrology. I'm hoping to get my first big elements course out this year. And then I'm also developing a third eye library where there will be all sorts of programs you can take and follow your own woo. I think the biggest lesson for people when they're on their journey is to not be afraid to go down a path and explore something if it's calling to you mm -hmm. and that you aren't going to develop like anybody else. Your journey is not going to look like anybody else's and you can't judge yourself based on what's going on around you. So if you're in a community and the community says, we're learning about X, Y, and Z this month and it doesn't resonate, go explore something else. And so that's what I'm hoping this library can provide is a way for you to explore courses and classes from people all over the world that have information to share that maybe isn't being taught locally to you. Amazing. <laughs> That's it. I'm glad I asked. What yeah. so much you've got on. So if you're listening to this and you're not watching it live, please do uh, check out Emily. You can Google Emily and her stars. She comes up. Uh, you can also find her on Instagram, same name. And uh, thank you so much, Emily, for yes, sharing so. the abundance of knowledge and information. This will be a double listen one, undoubtedly, uh, with us. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It was absolutely delightful. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.